106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, you're listening to Drive Radio. I got Steve here. From, um, my name is Dennis, by the way. I'm hosting for John. He's off this week. And I got Steve Horath from uh, Geno's. Geno's, so, thank you. Yeah. So, good morning. Um, good morning. Thanks for coming in. He actually helped me with Fix It Radio, too. So that was good. So if you have any card questions, please give us a call. 303-477-5600. We'd love to hear from you. We will be talking about vehicles that are being stolen um, a little bit later. But anything else you got? Anything you want to talk about? Tires, oil, towing? Air conditioning. Air conditioning. <laughs> air, conditioning air, air conditioning. Air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, just give us a call. We'd appreciate it. We were talking about things. What are you doing to save money at this time? And Scott Watley called in our last hour, and he brought up a good point. If you take your car to a guy that doesn't really know what he's doing or a shop that's not very good at fixing a car, what are they going to do? They're just going to keep throwing parts at it, parts mm-hmm. at it, and it's costing you money. Where I know Steve's shop and, and the shop I used to own – which is extreme auto repair they would uh what they would do is make you take the part back off we would take that part back off it didn't fix the car put the right part on it or get the right thing fixed let's just quit wasting money so um yeah and you know correct diagnosis and those things are always a challenge and that's you know getting that right getting a good diagnosis and then providing a good prepare and giving options too maybe this time here you know maybe now you don't buy the more expensive brakes or, you know, give you the option of the more expensive break or, you know, and, you know, get, giving them options of those kind of things are always helpful. Well, there was a lot of things, too, because you also want to find out how long you plan on keeping the car. Sure. What are you going to be doing with it? Deal. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff um, that you, you know, are you going to be getting rid of this car in a little bit? Is it for your kids? Is it for your wife? Sure. What is this car used for? Is it going to college to take your kid to college? You know, so there's a lot of things we ask. That we need to know. So Yeah, and provide us with that information. It's not a fight. It's not a secret. No. You know, we work together, and that's always the hard part. <laughs> right. Okay, we got a couple calls coming in. I appreciate that. And let's go to Jerry from Greeley. How you doing, Jerry? Good. If I could, I've got a two-part question about uh, servicing automatic transmissions. Sure. Um, well, the, the first part is I, I stumbled across this YouTube channel. This fellow's a... Uh, full-time Ford technician, and he makes videos about whatever advice uh, that he encounters uh, on, on working on cars at the dealership. And anyway, he, he recommends something that we've talked about on Drive Radio repeatedly about how the, um, the, the factory's recommended service intervals are, are sometimes way too optimistic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Under the most yeah. ideal conditions, it'll go 90,000, but <laughs> yeah. who does that? Yeah. 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 Well, and... Specifically on uh, automatic transmissions on, on the newer F-150s, this, this fellow's advice is, he says, um, drop the pan at 30K, you know, clean it all out, and, um, and refill it. 
and then I can't remember the intervals he recommends after that. But um, and it, it, it doesn't go into great detail. But I guess the it sounds like the idea is that there might be uh, some filings floating around from production and manufacturer to oh, really? try to. Well, I, mean, I don't know if he's right or not, but. Well, I can tell you this, uh, Jerry, what I would like to do all the time whenever I had transmission services done for my own vehicle uh, as a a technician, um, I always like to drop the pan and change the filter in there, the screen, and look at the pan because the pan, when you drop it, it can give you a good tall tale what's going on with that transmission, what's in the bottom of that pan. Then I clean all that all, put that back on, then we flush it. Yeah. That, to me, is the best transmission service i don't know what do you I, say that's the best way of doing it uh i think the I, I i like to flush still you know it it's hard to have a customer pay that much and you know so you're trying right. to provide so the the best is that but if but it's the if second a, best is a flush well I think. usually i did that once once i owned the vehicle okay. first so i know mm-hmm. and then after that you can flush it because you've already been in there you've sure. seen it oh, and if you've had saying. no problems oh, but I like see. my first even if i just bought a vehicle i would like to do that Okay. Yeah. I'd like to see what's in the pan. Sure. You know, it's going to tell you a lot. Yeah. But I, I personally. Then after like that, the if you're driving it and you own the vehicle, you're okay doing okay, a flush. flush. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Getting Does it. it make sense, Jerry? Yes. Yes. Well, and then the second part uh, is about do it yourself flushing. I, a couple of times I've helped friends where, I mean, basically they, they um, siphon in clean fluid and use the pump in the transmission to push out the old fluid, you know, interrupt the circuit at the tranny cooler. Right. Um, yeah. I've done that before. It, it, it seemed to work well. I just wondered if there's any, I mean, as long as you're real careful not to pick up any air bubbles or, or run dry on the sump. So are you, uh, so as you're pushing out the fluid, you're also pulling in some fluid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That, no, that I, actually, I'm, I'm sure it works great. In the early 80s, before that's these flush we, before kits. Before they had the kids, yeah, these machines before they that we have. had yeah. machines. Yeah, that's how we did it. Okay. Um, I remember I uh, had a couple transmissions that were really dark, mm-hmm. and and the customer, I'm like, man, if we just do the pan, this ain't going to do nothing. This ain't going to do nothing for We yeah. need to flush this thing, and, and I remember doing that, and then after a while, they started coming out yeah, with the flush machines. machines. So yeah, well, no. This goes back a ways. We've yeah. had machines for a while. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but uh, we had to but, be creative. But yeah. it, we, even now with the CVT transmissions, that you know there is no way to flush it. So we're basically we're draining it, putting some in, draining it, putting some in, and just going yeah. through the procedure of it. It's a pain in the neck, but it's the only way you can get yeah. clean, as clean as you can in there. Yeah. But that sounds like a good idea. It does work. Yeah, as long as you don't run it dry, you got to make sure you got enough fluid sitting there. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't want to hurt it anymore yeah. in here. You just do it until right. you see the clean fluid coming out. Yeah. True. Okay. Well, great. Well, thanks again, gentlemen. Sure. Well, thank, thank you. you for calling. Yeah, he called earlier, too. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Oh, from on the, on the yeah. gar- on the, with the garbage stuff. Okay, let's go to Randy from Kansas. How you doing, Randy? Hey, how we doing there? Uh, John was in there, but I trust you guys' advice, so I wanted to ask you a simple question here. Sure. Uh, 99 Jeep Cherokee Sport 4.0 liter. I was doing my maintenance on the uh, missing stuff, you know, the birds and other little goodies in there, the MAP or whatever it was. But uh, anyway, I noticed it didn't have an EGR valve, and I Googled it, and it said it didn't come with one. So my question was, is that a good thing, a bad thing, or it really doesn't matter thing? Hmm. You sh- uh, and what your, uh, uh, you said 99 Jeep Cherokee, and which, uh, what engine you have in there, the 4-liter then? Uh, yeah, the 4-0 straight 6. Okay. And you didn't see an so, EGR? 
I thought it said that it did a uh, it, it does it in a different aspect. It you could know, be whatever the way it's hooked up. It does it in a different aspect. That's why I said it's in a, like a like probably more like a. It, it doesn't matter because it's getting done in a different aspect. Hmm. I'm trying to remember on a '99 if it did. <laughs> I don't think it does. I think I think yeah. I agree. Yeah, uh, especially on a six-cylinder. That six-cylinder. That was a great engine too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's, 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 oh, <laughs> sorry, yeah. we're gonna get off track. So, but, yeah. uh, but uh, I got yeah. 235 on it. So, I mean, I'm 235, and I'm just, when, when the training gets ready, I'll take care of it. Other than that, I mean, the thing runs like a charm. I've always had an ace mechanic under it, so everything's good. good. Uh, real quickly, did you have a question of the day or no? Um, I did. What are you doing to save money at this time? On your cars and stuff. On your cars, Or, or yeah. anything, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, just not trying not to spend as much as I used to. I can't splurge like I used to. So, in other words, cutting back, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wherever I can, cutting back, you know. Uh, but for since you already had a question of the day, I had one that it, you you could throw it in at a different time since you already have one. I thought it was a cool question. What's what's a car that you haven't seen, you know, in a long time, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, for typical example, would be like the Volkswagen thing. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> a, Vega, a Vega, which was my first car. Uh. Make it even more tough, a Pinto station wagon. Oh, there you go. <laughs> But did, now, didn't they take the pin, didn't they take the Pintos and uh, weren't they crushed recalled them? and crushed because of the fires or something? Yeah, I, I, some of, sure that's I what they were trying to do, but they, they still people didn't turn them in. But I, I worked yeah, on I a lot of Volkswagen things back in the day. Yeah, I love those. I would have crossed them when they were new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But speaking of wagons, real quick, I'll throw this out there. I went to a little car meet in Michigan when I was up there, and somebody had a. Uh, I love my GTX. My brother had two of them. He had a GTX and it was a station wagon. And really? I don't care if it's a station wagon or not, Griswolds, whatever you want to call it. I'd love to have that car. You know. <laughs> well, those station wagons had some I mean, good motors in them. You know. Yeah, it had the motor. Yeah, they had some beef. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it had the Hemi or not, but I'm sure that car got up and gone. And I mean, I don't mind wagons. Matter of fact, I'm kind of I kind of like them. Yeah. But, uh, awesome. In a GTX, I mean, it you know it'd be like a Roadrunner station wagon which i don't make but i mean i'd be happy with that car yeah because that probably had a 440 in it oh i'm sure i'm sure yeah. i'm sure it's in it but i mean it was i never knew they made one my brother had a 66 belvedere one and then he had the 69 and he's got trophies you know with that 67 belvedere 426 yeah but, okay yeah, my yeah, brother-in-law had a '69 right. with a 440 in it and he used to drag race yeah. that thing and that oh, really? was <laughs> that was a nice car yeah, yeah, there's a wagon. As long as it's not the one out of that Griswolds movie. You know, right. Chevy <laughs> the Vista <laughs> yeah. wagon, you remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, all right, you guys have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you. All right, with that, um, yeah, we got three lines open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. You're listening to Drive Radio. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Kurt Rogers with Affordable Interest Mortgage. You've heard me for the last eight years on KLZ, and today, my senior reverse mortgage manager of over 16 years, David Olson, has important information on reverse mortgages. Thank you, Kurt. I specialize in reverse mortgages, and as a senior of 75 years and owning a reverse mortgage, we face many precarious financial events. Today, we're facing a 40-year high inflation rate. The words inflation and fixed income are not compatible. How do we protect our financial stability in these difficult times? By having access to an increasing home equity line of credit, where your unused portions grow in value. 
an income stream for life, just like Social Security. Affordable interest mortgage. Just call 720-895-0500. Join me for a free, no-obligation conversation, your table or mine, and learn how a reverse mortgage can help you. That's 720-895-0500. David Olson. Relieve some of your financial stress in these trying times. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? will look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right, since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. 
Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. we got two lines open, 303-477-5600. And during the break, Steve was mentioning about his brother who had a Z car. Yes. Right? He had a 240Z, and then he went up to a 280? That was my brother-in-law and my brother sister. Brother-in-law. And okay. then my brother bought a 280. Uh-huh. And then, unfortunately, he wrecked, got in an accident. But he yeah. bought the, was it the 280ZX Champagne Edition? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I remember that. And, uh... And uh, he yeah. had that, and he ended up having to sell it. Um, we're in some problems, I think, with taxes, and he had to pay so much of taxes. <laughs> One of those, you know, when you're first starting the business, yeah, you know, you can't, uh, you're not always getting your ducks in a row. No. And he learned, a, unfortunately, learned a uh, yeah. lesson there. Yeah. And it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that you didn't want to pay. He just was confused about some things, and you know that, and that's what cr- crushes businesses. You yeah. Know, you know, things like that happen. And but, but yeah, that was a beautiful see. I remember that. So. Scene. Do you know when Nissan changed, or Datsun changed to Nissan? It was around early 80s, wasn't it? 86. 86, okay. Yeah, in oh, 86. So it was more 80, mid-80s. Yeah, and, and why they did it is because it was more Japanese okay. to say Nissan than it was Datsun. Oh, okay. So it was a Datsun 240Z, Datsun 280. Oh, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but um, so, the the 260 you were mentioning during a break that they didn't really run very good. Well, what oh. you do is you take the 240 carburetors and put them on the 260s. Because the Hitachis were just junk, yeah. and they would just dump fuel. Now, but I, I, the I haven't Weber seen conversion, that. I, you, but you said that didn't work very good. What's that? The Weber conversion. Yeah, the Webers. Right. No, they never really worked that great. Okay. You put the original equipment on, they just seemed to run better. Yeah. You sure. know, really, and it and that's, you know, uh, well, we got Jack holding, so let's just go ahead and Jack he, talk to Jack <laughs> from Longmont. I don't want to keep him too long. So, Jack, how you doing? Doing well, thank you. Um, got a 2008 CRV. Just bought it, and it has. Uh, just about 75,000 miles on it. It didn't get driven a lot in the last few years. Um, the transmission fluid and rear differential fluid was changed five years ago, but only 14,000 miles ago. Does that need to be changed again, or is it good for a little bit longer? So only 14 since they did it? 14,000 14, miles? Yeah. Yeah, I would but think But five it. years. Five years. Uh, the five years is what gets me. No, yeah, you, get a, you can get a little right. moisture in there and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's what we get afraid of is the moisture that can be in there. So and the fluids can also break down a little bit from age. Just just sitting. Right. Yeah, just sitting around. around. So yeah. I don't think that's a bad idea. I, I would do it. So you're talking about doing the rear differential fluid on exit yeah, four wheel drive CRV transmission fluid and a transmission. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing I like to do that for is because then now you have a marker where you started with it. When you know where the fluid's been changed and that you know you did it with the right fluids and, and stuff. which fluid you put into. Because yes. even though they did it, did they put the right fluids know, in? Did they put the 8090 or 7588 or whatever it was? He did have it done at the Honda dealer. He, had, he was the original owner, okay. had all the maintenance done there uh, when it was due. 
So I'm pretty sure it was done, you know, with the Honda. That's good. Uh, fluid. Yeah, I'm sure it was too if it was at the dealership. And you but, said it was a it was an automatic transmission though. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah, I would definitely do the fluid then. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's five years is quite okay. a long time. Okay. Yep. So, but I think just sits at four thirty. Your question of the day is how to save money. Mike, I'm not super mechanically inclined, so to save money, I'm thinking, you know, I've watched a few YouTube videos, draining the, doing the transmission fluid myself. Uh, what's your thought on doing two drain and fills? Is that going to be good enough, or would you take it, have it flushed? Good question. Um, I think it'd be okay. Yeah, I was what I was curious about. Um, let me tell you. So I got a, uh, you, a 2008 Honda CRV four wheel drive, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, capacity is not that much. I mean, um, about seven quarts, really. So it, it, you know, it's your total capacity. So if you did that twice with two five quarts or four quarts you know whatever you could get out of there that one drain because you're not going to get all seven quarts out yeah. and then right. you know go uh if you drain it all fill it up go drive it you know or run it for a little bit so you're cir- circulating all that fluid and then drain it again i, I think I, two of those would be good and when you say drive it a little bit are you talking around the block a couple times or yes. 100 miles no no miles? no just around the block kind of just get that fluid circuit and you may not even have to drive it you may just have to run it for Ten or fifteen minutes driving. You want to get the fluid stirring yeah, around, the, mixing together. Right. The thing I like about the driving is you're getting it through all the gears. Yeah. You know, you're getting you know getting first, second, third, and all you know, or fifth or whatever. You're, okay. You know, or fourth, whatever you're getting into. Okay. Um, and anything, any advice for? I mean, the YouTube videos make it look pretty simple, straightforward. Yeah, because I think that one has just like a little tiny drain plug that's a, that your three eighths wrench fits into, if I remember yep, right. Exactly. The yeah. other thing I would do is I would get some BG additive and put it I'd in put there, a the bit transmission. Of that, that, that transmission. Um, oh gosh, what what's it called? Uh, <laughs> uh, ATC, I think. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I see it on the bottle. But yeah, put a little of that additive in there from BG. It would be good. That and that's something you uh, that's something you put in after, after. You, yeah. you final drain and fill. Right. Yes. Yeah, yes. and and while you're putting that in, what that's going to do is going to help the solenoids and everything move back and forth. And yeah, it, it really does help a lot. And it kind of uh, okay. gets a little bit to the seals and helps, yes. you know, and uh, plump them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, a good additive in just general. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think if that, I go on BG's uh, website. Yes. Or do you remember the name of it, or should I just go look it up? No, you better look it up because my memory is okay. not very good. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> getting a little old. <laughs> getting old on that one. But, yeah, uh, so am I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they actually have a kit that we put in when we flush it, and we put an additive in before we flush it. And I don't think I would recommend it because I don't think you're going to get all that no. out. Yeah. But I, I would like to see the additive after you're done. Yes, that's what I would say. Okay. So. okay? I appreciate it. Thanks right. a lot. Thanks, Thank you. Thanks, Jack. All right. With that, we got three lines open, uh, 303-477-5600. You know, when we're talking about saving money and stuff, Mm -hmm. I got to tell you guys this story. Um, uh, My brother-in-law calls me and says, hey, Dennis, uh, we went to get in our Mercedes, and uh, the car, when I went to crank it, it it, uh, cranked really slow and then stopped, and then I went to hit it again, and it made a, a loud pop and all this smoke came out oh really and i said oh really yeah and he That's goes unusual. i said well he goes and i what i did though is i took it to the i had it towed to the dealership 
um, closer to you. And when they towed it, um, I called in later on to ask how it is, you know, you know, a couple days later. And they said, well, you need a new engine. <gasps> and he says, really? He goes, but the smell smelled like a burnt wire smell. Like a starter or something, yeah. Yeah. And he, that's funny that you say that because that's the exact same. I, I said it sounded like a starter. Yeah. And he goes, well, they told me it's the engine. And I go, well, when they told you it's the engine, what did they tell you is wrong with the engine? Yeah, yeah. You know, what did they, he goes, well, they, I asked them, I said, what's wrong with the engine? And they said, well, we don't know. We just know you need an engine. And it was $36,000 to install it. And he goes, well, we just bought this car. It only has 51,000 miles on it. What do you mean I need a new motor? Yeah. You know, and why? And they won't tell him. So I said, well, I would pull it out of there and take it somewhere else. Sure. So he arranged all this. Well, when he got down there, they had destroyed some of the, they went to crank it with the pulley. They took a big breaker bar and tried to turn it. But when they did that, they hit the dam, they damaged the uh, air box. Oh, really? Yeah. So then he had to have that fixed. So they charged him for that. And he paid all this and then he had it towed out to a dealer, uh, to another shop uh, by these people that they recommended, some friends. And it was McGee, I'm going to mention these guys, McGee Motors. Okay. And they're off of Dahlia Street. Okay. He told them what happened. They pulled off the starter while he waited, and the engine turned over really easy. Easy. They replaced the starter, and that's all it was. So they called back up to the dealership and was raising all kinds. I don't know where they went with this. I'll have to find out. But this is where you can save money. Pull it out, get a second opinion. He had to pay a couple hundred bucks to have everything else fixed. And they they had broke that. They had broke it. And, uh, And the guy wouldn't help him. And they were very mean to him. And he went up there, and when they went to the car, when there was a big old puddle of water, Sitting outside in front of it, antifreeze, because they tore a hose too. Oh, well, they were. Yeah, they were brutal. So, you know, sometimes uh, saving money is pulling your car away from those people. And just like Scott Watley had talked about when sure. he called in earlier, and we were talking about this, you got to use people that are reputable, and and you can find those people at this radio show. So, absolutely. Let's go ahead and go to Fran from from Denver. How you doing, Fran? Yeah, I got a 22 Nissan Leaf. It's a pearl color, and you know the Nissan dealers. There's no body shop there, and the color they pull, you have to. It's just not. It's not pearl. It's just a like a universal white, I guess you might call it. And where would you go to get that uh, pearl? Because each pearl shade is differently, probably, and you have to get, I guess, somebody to mix it for. Where sure. would you actually go to? Actually, we did that this week. Um, we did. Uh, we were painting a couple door handles on older cars, and Napa can get you that paint. Yes. So, so you can go to the Napa store. They, uh, uh, they will probably need the VIN number. You may even call the deal- dealer for the. Uh, they'll no, give you the paint color code if you give them the VIN number. But you can generally no, go to Napa. It's, and it's have usually it. on the glove box. On the glove box. And the thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, because the there's Nissan, you would know. Yeah. Okay. You got the paint code right. Nissan dealer. Yeah, I guess what the Nissan dealer looked at that. And the touch-up paint they sell at their parts department, it's got to be, they got to add a certain pearl shade to it. And every pearl a car has a different shade because, you know, maybe they, you whatever. I don't know what they're talking about for that. But usually, you know, you go to like uh, uh, a nap or somebody that sells those little ones aftermarket, and they'll usually have the perfect color. But mm-hmm. the only thing they say for that Nissan Leaf is universal because pearl is a funny thing. And it's like a two-, three-stage paint thing that you got to... Did it mix that nap? I'll do it. Okay, I'll do that. Today. Yeah, Thank check you. with them. They're, yeah, they're real good about it. They just need it. your yeah, paint code. And <laughs> I would take in my registration like Steve. 
like Steve was saying, I would take in my registration with me. That way there you have the full VIN number and then that paint code, and that should be able to help you. All right? All right. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess he's left. I, I guess he's gone. <laughs> All right. With that, we, uh, we're up upon a break. So why don't we go ahead and take a break? You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof. But what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion G product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to save your vehicle and your wallet from those nasty Colorado potholes. Even a slight misalignment can cause long-term problems for your vehicle. As a Colorado Select member shop, Extreme Auto Repair helps you practice preventative maintenance so you don't get stuck with expensive repairs down the road. Proper steering alignment keeps you moving straight ahead, while a well-maintained suspension stops you from feeling any bumps along the way. Not every locally owned shop has the equipment and expertise to maintain your suspension and steering alignment, but Extreme Auto Repair invests in the services that will keep your vehicle running longer. Whether you have shock absorbers or a strut-based system, typical to many front-wheel drive cars, Extreme Auto has the tools and knowledge to diagnose and repair any problems, so you stay comfortably in control. Head to Extreme Auto Repair in the heart of Parker today. Promises kept. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. 
Unlike other forms of insurance though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio. I'm your host, Dennis, and Dennis Brewster, and I got Steve Horath with me. And Yes. And uh, you had a story. Oh, I had, uh, well, two stories. Actually, I wanted to talk about Geno's for a minute that, you know, we are starting to work on uh, quite a few more BMWs, Audis. Mercedes. Uh, Volkswagens and Mercedes. Yeah. We are doing it. We hired a technician out of Seattle. Actually, I had to fly him down here, uh-huh. interview him, and he just checked out great and uh, he wanted to come work for us and he's been with us since the uh, beginning of the year since january well, great. 1. That's, and we've been taking on those, those cars yeah and you know I, and i didn't want to you know i we weren't we weren't afraid of changing oil and doing a little bit of work to the volkswagen audis but you know there you comes a, a point yeah, you, need you need a guy, a guy who guy wants that, to yeah you know right. has it, i think that's the biggest thing is he wants to work on them he likes to work on them and he obviously has experience and you know when you're forcing a technician to work on something they don't feel comfortable about working on it just never turns out well. And, that, and that's why and they not usually so never don't. turn out. It's, it's just, it isn't ideal. Yeah, that's usually why they don't want to work on them because they don't feel comfortable with yeah. it. And that's that's where the nervous come yeah, in. Yeah, they get scared. And, yeah. and and I don't blame them. You know, they're, yeah. they're comfort with a Ford or Chevy. And, you know, but, you know, bringing the, this guy on, uh, Brendan, he's done fantastic. And his work is just phenomenal. Good. Uh, and it, it's, this is in his wheelhouse. It's just, it's fun to see that. And I'm glad that we're able to service those because, you know, that's another car that, you know, we, we worked on, but not as much. And so I'm pushing in that a lot more now, and I'm, I'm, enjoying, I'm enjoying that. But yeah. uh, but my story about the 280Z, I had yeah. to finish that. So my sister had, my sister and brother had a nice 280, brown 280Z, and uh, I took it one uh, one weekend for prom. I took my date to prom in that. And the best story I have is we're pulling around the Brown Palace, and the valets are pulling up. And I'd spent the day before just Cleaning polishing it, it yeah. and it looks it looked primo. It looked beautiful. And, you know, it's just prom because you want to look good. And, and so like, they're pulling, the valets are pulling around, and two guys are standing there and go, oh, that's mine, that's mine. And I got in the car. <laughs> it was cool, even though it was a borrowed car. Yeah. But still, it was cool to go, yeah. go do that and drive that Z for prom, which was, right. which was fun. That was yeah. A, it was a good time. That was a long time ago, though. So <laughs> Yeah, I, my, my uh, sister and my brother-in-law, they had a – I was living with them for a little bit when I was in high school. When I was in a senior, mm-hmm. um, I moved in with them. And uh, my brother-in-law had lost his license. Oh, okay. And my sister had to work, so she would drop him off at work. And I had to pick up the kids, but they had a Corvette. And they had oh. me, my car was getting, I had to, my engine blew up. So oh, okay. Um, burned a hole in the piston. And so I was rebuilding the motor, and I didn't have a way to go to school. So they said, well, we're going to let you take the Corvette. Oh. Because she had to take the kids and stuff. So I took the Corvette and was driving it to That's high school. Cool. And I remember this one girl I kept asking out, and she would never go out with me and stuff. Oh. And then she found out I had the Corvette, and I'm walking along, and she was sitting in the grass with some other friends. She goes, hey, Dennis, how you doing? Aren't we ever going to go out? <laughs> and I looked at her, and I said, no, not really. And uh, that's not Pam? No. No. <laughs> no. I just teased <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah. I said, no, I, you know, uh, no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I kept on walking, so uh, it was pretty cool. Oh, that was cool yeah. to do that. <laughs> but you, you get those chances every once uh, in a while. Yeah, so, I, I actually that would be a great question of the day. If anybody wants to tell us what car they drove to prom, or they drove there you, go. <laughs> there you go. What car did you brought, drive to prom? Robert. Yeah, right. or did you have mom and dad drive uh, you to prom? Yeah. What? 
Yeah. What happened? How'd that go? So how did your how did your uh, brother-in-law lose his license? I was curious about that. Oh, I get lots of ways. <laughs> lots of ways yeah. to drive. The driving's Speeding, too fast. Yeah. And racing yeah. and yeah. All those things. That's how I lost mine. Um, did you? Yeah, well, I wasn't very smart. <laughs> I lost it from sixteen. I probably didn't have a driver's license at that time. Didn't tell my sister. Oh, oh, you probably didn't have it then either. They yeah. just said <laughs> I didn't tell her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had lost my license for like five years straight. Did you really? Yeah. And all the racing and yeah, and just yeah. general just stupid dumb, things. Dumb stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We do that. You know, I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. No, it isn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so if you're listening, give us a call 303-477-5600. Um, we got three lines open. Larry's sitting there waiting for your calls. Um, we we can talk about air conditioning. We could talk about tires, oil. Uh, yeah. uh, actually, air conditioning. We just bought the new. Oh yeah, I heard the new R- machine coming out. YF one two three four YF. I think R one two three. I can't even say it right. But it's the new air conditioning, and it's been what about four or five years. They were starting to sneak out a little bit about four or five, and it's getting a little more common. So and most of it was covered under warranty, so you didn't need the machine. Didn't need it. Yeah, just I was able to actually Napa had a, a deal that they repoed it from somebody else, so I was able to pick up a machine at a, at a decent price, and we've used it. A, you know, a half dozen times now. It's starting to get, you know, we're, we do, we're doing any two years ago. And is now that, we're doing it here a little bit more. Is that Freon better or what? It's so, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Freon that, is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it takes quite a bit longer. It's, you know, it, the machine is going through lots of checks as it's doing it. It's, you know, checking the levels and making sure there's no leaks. And it goes through. And the type bit. of Freon probably. Yeah. And the type of Freon. Yeah. And so it, uh, it takes a while. It's uh, it's instead, you know, the old machine where we could hook it up in, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes. It's going through its whole process of pulling right. down and all that, maybe 30 or whatever. This is a couple hours. Yeah. So it, it's a, it's a little bit longer, but it's part of the deal. So we have a new, new thing to deal with another machine to buy. Another. You know, and, and, uh, like we had the caller call in about the paint, on the Nissan Leaf, and mm-hmm. and we were talking about body shops are expensive. Oh, well, yes. Well, you wonder why, because if you get hit in the front and you damage your condenser and you have to have your Freon, mm-hmm. your system gone through, well, there you go. Freon's expensive, and oh, condenser's yeah. not going to be cheap, and and uh, pulling off the body, the bumpers and everything else. There's a lot of work to body work, so. There is. There's a lot of yeah. work, and, and they, are, uh, they, are, uh, they are really, really busy. Yeah. There, they, we actually had our loaner car was uh, smashed up this week. One of our loaner cars it was sitting in the Home Depot parking lot and got hit by a, another car. So <laughs> just we, sitting there, just sitting there. So yeah. it, uh, it ended up at the body straight at the body shop, and and I'm sure it instead of being you know one two week thing, it's going to be six or eight weeks till I see it again. You know, speaking yeah. of that, getting hit and stuff, it makes me think. You know, right now we have to be careful because wherever you park your car. You got to wonder: Are they going to steal it? They're going to take my catalytic converter, or they're going to drain my gas, <laughs> or smash my door? You know, or smash, <laughs> yeah, anything, or yeah. smash my door. <laughs> right. So, um, I I was just um, before the show, I called and talked to oh, uh, yes. my ex tow company that I used to own, and and they were telling me that the number one things being stolen are Hyundai's and Kias. Hyundai's and Kias, yes. Yes, and then on the power strokes or the bigger trucks, they're stealing the rims the and tires, hmm. rim and tires. So. Um, wherever you park, you got to be careful now. Um, they're stealing the cars and they're quick with them. Yes. Yes. And, and even to go in there and steal like a calorie converter and stuff there, they can be fast. Oh yeah. I have a, a video I should share with John. It was uh 15 seconds, I think 
I have I have the person stealing a caliber off, off one of my customers' cars there at the lot. Yeah, because they had the battery operated sawzall, and, and it's he was, fast. He was underneath there. He, the worst of all is he did it on a Saturday morning about this time. It was yeah. about noon or so on a Saturday morning. Went there and stole the converter. Nobody was there, and nobody was there. Yeah, and he was. It was in the back part of the lot where they can kind of hide. So now, learning from that, now we bring all the cars around front, and <laughs> you got to change your habits. Yes, yes. And it, 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 now we have to worry about that instead of worrying about you know, you know, we, we're okay. Is this which cars do we bring in at night? You know, night we always want to have you know cars that could be stolen or damaged or something. But then we have to think about okay, if it's a little taller, where do we, we want to bring that in? You know, uh, we had a, a the V10 Ford truck a converter was stolen off of that. And I don't know if you know how long that's like a four yeah. foot long converter. Yeah, and uh, you know that was, you know that was lots of money to replace. And, yeah, you know, that, and insurance been, pays it for you, or who pays for that when it gets stolen on your lot? Um, I do. Yeah, because it's care, custody, and control. Yeah, it, I, it also the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really, you know, I'm trying to do the right thing um, as best I can. Yeah. You know, uh, um, there's been some hurt feelings over all this. We're trying to do our, do the best we can and, yeah. and, and work with people. Um, but, uh, yeah, you try to try to do it. I did, I did uh, go through and lower my deductible on that because it used to be $1,000. Yeah, and I it, had mine up 1000 yeah, yeah, so now I, I changed my deductible to 500 just in case, you know, I get that one that's three or 4000 or something, you know, that comes through. You know, and luck, luckily we've, you know, knock on wood, we haven't had any for a little while. So we went through a rash of them. Now it seems like it's dropped off, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, seems like during the winter they're not as busy. But then if it's cold out and stuff, people don't go yeah, out. Yeah, they, they don't want to go out and crawl underneath the car when it's cold. No, no but, but, but now that it's warm out, you think you'd be back at it. Yeah. I hope it doesn't happen to you. And I had the, I had the same guy stealing. Uh, he, he, I had him on video and... and uh, and they didn't. Uh, I mean, they. I, I could. You could recognize the same guy, and I even got the license plate. But uh, what the police said in Littleton is that they wouldn't go after the guy unless they found him in the car that he was driving, and they wouldn't go to his house and take him. So Why? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, this uh, world is messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. With that, <laughs> we have three lines open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. 
Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Okay, we're back. We have two callers, and we have one call line open, so give us a call, 303-477-5600. And let's just go ahead and go to Don from, what is it, Sedalia? Sedalia. Yeah. How you doing, Don? Good. How you doing? Hey, thanks. Uh, great show. I just have a quick question. I have a Dodge 2010 3500 diesel. Uh-huh. And I have an oil leak in the front seal, but I've replaced it twice, and it still leaks. In the front crank seal? Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if it's coming from that. It may be coming above it, but it's hard to tell, you know, once you wash it off where it's coming from. You say, is that a Dodge? A uh, Dodge yeah, diesel. Dodge. Dodge diesel. Um, I'm trying to, th- I, I don't work on a lot of diesel, so I'm trying to think what's above that. But the two things that came to my mind is if that front crank pulley has got a little groove worn in it, does it, uh, does it look, you know, where it, where it's rubbing, is it, does it look pretty clean and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, it looks clean. It looks like there's, you know, it looks like it makes a good seal. It says not to put oil on it when you slide it on. And, sure. uh, well, and sometimes um, they make a little, they wear a groove in it. That's why I was asking about that. And that groove kind of, kind of. No matter how many times you do it, they just won't seal. That's one thing I was thinking. Uh, 
Did you? Are well, you doing uh, the repair yourself, Tom? Yes, I mean, I Don. Yes. You are okay. Is there when you look at the shaft of the pulley, mm -hmm. like Steve's talking about? Is it smooth or is there a little groove in there? No, it's smooth. Okay. Hmm. And then uh, a good a good seal from like Dodge or something like that too. Yeah, it was from Dodge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then I I would think that you like you I think you're on a track of it's something above that like you said, but it's probably like you said it's hard to see, huh? Yeah, it's, well, it's hard to see once you get everything off, and then, you you know, you can't run it really when you have everything off to see where it could be coming from. But it's, it drips about, you know, a tablespoon every time you stop. Really? Well, that's a lot yeah. for, for it to be leaking. Um, I'm trying to think. Because, like, um, we worked on a lot of the di the diesels at, at Extreme, and there's we used to put an oil dye in them if we can't find, you know, the leaks. Mm -hmm. And then we use a black light to find that leak. So it might, uh, it might be yeah. an idea to do that. Maybe you can go over there to Extreme and Parker and and see if they can try to locate that and tell them what you've done. And maybe they can put an oil dye in it and let you drive it around for a little bit. And then you go in and then they'll use the black light and find it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I got one more question about fuel filters on the diesels. How often should you change those? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it depends on what kind of driving, what, what are you doing with the truck? Well, I was towing a lot, but I only have 65,000 miles on it, it's 22 uh -huh. year, or 12 years old. So, um, but I just changed the fuel filter last week, and I was curious, um, is that something you should do every other oil change? or? Um, I don't know about every other oil change, um, but definitely about every four I would change that. Okay. Yeah. Would that make a difference in fuel mileage? It can, yeah, because that fuel filter, when they start getting plugged, will start doing a little bit of restriction, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Great Thank show. you. Thanks for calling. All right. And with that, we got a line open, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Um, we got Tom talking about stolen vehicle. How you doing, Tom? Yeah. Pretty Well, pretty good. I, w I just caught, I, was, I had my radio on seek, and I heard you talking, and I've had my plate, my tag stolen, my plate stolen, my truck stolen, my truck stolen again. And on Easter Sunday, they tried to steal it again. And I live in, an, in Southeast Denver, just above the tech center. And every, well, not every, I'd say 50, 60% of my neighbors I took to had their truck or car stolen, broken into, catalytic converter stolen. And when the cop came out the last time, he told me in District 3 to get 35 stolen car notices a day. 35. What county are you in? Are you in Arapahoe County? No, I'm in Denver. I'm just north of the tech center. So if I drive under 225, then I'm in well, Greenwood Village. Okay. Know, yeah. Okay. But uh, but I well, I'm leaving Denver. I I can't live oh, yeah. like this anymore. I, I've had to park under my. I have a covered parking, mm -hmm. but I that's where all the vehicles get stolen. So I park under my my condo window, my bedroom window, and on the days I can't park there. And I have to park in my other spot. I sleep in the back of my truck. I can't. I can't afford to have this truck stolen. So especially, yeah. I just. I just can't. Uh, it's so bad. I'm leaving Denver. I'm, I'm wow. going to move to Trinity. Wow, that's that's awful to hear. That that's, is. What that's kind of terrible. truck is it? Uh, Two thousand two Avalanche. Really. And the last time it was stolen, they caught a guy in Well County driving it, but. 
you know, the cops tell me that they'll steal a truck and use it in robbery or they'll br- or break it down, you know, the parts. They caught this guy. He'd been gone for about a month. They caught him. He had put a phone holder on the dash. He put a decal <laughs> on the back. He had clothes, clothes, had his tools, and then oh, several license plates from different states. He just kind of moved in with this. Really? Wow. It's just how amazing how brazen these people are. Of course, there's, oh, and then not, the cop told me about the guy they caught stealing a car. They took him down, you know, no bail, so they took him down to bonding. He'd already stolen four previous cars. This is a stiff one. So we're, we're under siege. It's, yeah, that's terrible. That is just terrible. So, and then when you get the car out, you have to pay for the towing and, and everything, right? Or do they yeah, just well, the give it? Two, well, the first two stolen, I mean, it costs several thousand dollars to fix. Cause, you know, they tear out the lock on the front. Right. And they tear out the steering column and then. Well, the last time I, this, I came back Easter Sunday, and I, I had to park in that what I call the uh, auto thieves buffet. And when I went out the next Monday morning, I went to put the key in. They broke once again, broken a lot. However, they couldn't get in; they weren't able to steal it. So, huh. but anyway, it's, it's forcing me to. I'm going to move to Trinidad. I can't you move to Trinidad. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice town, Trinidad. Yeah. But I feel bad to see you leave because yeah. of that. Yeah, it just well, sucks that you have to do that because you, everything keeps happening like that. That's just, it's just terrible because I, I do know that um, I was talking to someone not too long ago and they said that um, he was a Denver cop and he said that the guy, they arrested a guy for stealing a car, put him in jail in the morning. And then by the time they walked out to the car to leave after doing all this, he was already out. Really? Yeah. And then they said they arrested him like, couple hours later stealing another car and they put him back in jail and and by the evening he was out again because he had stolen another car and gotten a wreck oh, really? and they arrested him again and he well, goes it's ridiculous and, and the thing with the, the you know when they steal a car you, like you had said they're they're going to do a robbery they're going to do uh you know get an accident so it's not just the loss of that car there's future there's more car uh, more crimes and more Stuff that happens as a result of that, and you know, you know, God forbid, they hit an accident, they kill somebody, or do yeah. some, you know, and so it's not just the fact that the car is getting stolen. That person is is doing more and more, and it's it's you know causing a more societal problem. Well, and yeah. it's it's saying, well, hey, I don't get in big trouble for stealing a car. Yeah, Grand well, Theft Auto. I mean, that was remember that was a big deal. <laughs> that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, Tom, I feel bad have for you. Followed, you. Yeah. Have you followed what happened at DIA? No, what's that? Uh, the last the last several years, the average they average forty seven cars and forty seven fifty stolen a year. This year, at, up to there now, there's been one hundred and fifty stolen, so three times as many just through uh, June. Wow! Really? So yeah. it's going to be yeah, like oh yeah, so they're on track for three hundred. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I think that's a pretty low percentage for how many cars there are, but that is a pretty secure place. You know, more or less. You well, you thought it. it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I heard the heart of your part where you're talking about. I, I didn't. I got into the end of it, so I didn't know whether you're talking about your dealership or where you have to. You have people breaking into stealing catalytic converters. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Steve owns a shop in in Littleton, and they're doing that. They're just yeah, going. We, in yeah, there. we've been having a little trouble with that, but it, luckily it's been down a little bit. But now I say this, you know, it'll pop back up. But uh, yeah, and I, well, I, 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 a couple of years I'm ago, I sold my. My business, I owned a Extreme Auto Repair in first-class towing, and they still sponsor on the show here. But 
uh, first class towing, I called them and I was talking to them and they were telling me how many cars. They say they take in more cars that are stolen than they do accidents right now. Really? Yeah. yeah. And that's crazy. And they say the top cars being stolen are Hyundais and Kias. But then they said um, they're getting a lot of diesel trucks, power strokes that are getting the wheels still stolen off of them. So that's crazy. It's just the theft is terrible right now. I mean, it's just terrible everywhere. Yeah. And they're not prosecuting. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, uh, if you were when I was a kid and my dad tell me not to do this or I will beat you silly, I wouldn't do that because I get <laughs> beat silly. silly. <laughs> but if if I was going to do it and I'm not going to get hurt, then I just do it, you yeah. know? So they need it. Like I like what you said too about there used to be this phrase grand theft auto that actually oh man well now it's just nothing, nothing. yeah right it's nothing yeah yep well thanks for the well, call I'd you know. oh you bet thank you thank you all right with that we're going on a break you're listening to drive radio on klz 560 still haven't had enough go to drive-radio.com email your questions and comments Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.